That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Friday, April 24th. I am Kyle Hillier. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Guerrilla Games might have multiple Horizon Zero Dawn games in the works. Nintendo confirms that accounts were compromised. Bandai Namco is giving away Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. And a new Tintin game is in development. Rumors point to Guerrilla Games expanding Horizon Zero Dawn into a trilogy. The website VideoGamesChronicle.com has recently become home to a lot of interesting rumors that all seem entirely feasible so far, and its latest scoop is related to Guerrilla Games' Horizon Zero Dawn series, and based on the rumor, the word series may be entirely accurate moving forward. Andy Robinson, reporting for VideoGamesChronicle.com, writes, Multiple sources have told VGC that Sony Interactive Entertainment has greenlit ambitious plans for the post-apocalyptic open-world franchise, which debuted in 2017 with the 10 million selling Zero Dawn. Amsterdam-based Guerrilla had always desired to deliver a series of Horizon games, and a multi-part script was written, but the plan was only officially agreed upon after the original game's strong debut on PlayStation 4. So, speculation of a sequel, potentially a PlayStation 5 sequel, has been kicking around for a while, but this story adds some potential veracity to everyone's assumptions. Robinson continues in their article, writing, The next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, started development soon after the first game's successful release, sources said. Initially, the game was planned for PlayStation 4. However, it's thought that development has now entirely shifted focus to Sony's next-generation console. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is said to be gigantic in scope, with a larger game world and more freedom to explore it than its predecessor. People with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of a co-op feature, although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode. At one point, Guerrilla was planning to release a standalone co-op game preview, with progress carrying over to the later full version of Zero Dawn 2, one person involved told VGC. However, it's not clear if these plans are still in place. Horizon Zero Dawn was an interesting release. Guerrilla Games was a prolific, talented developer, but after its first release, Shellshock Nom 67 in 2004, it pretty much became a Killzone exclusive developer and released five Killzone games. Killzone is fine. They're not bad games at all. They're just kind of forgettable while being technically very impressive. Horizon Zero Dawn represented a huge departure for the studio, going from linear first-person shooters in an established universe to a totally original open-world third-person action game, and it was great. It was a big bet that paid off in a big way. I 
definitely want sequels, but the first game did end in a pretty conclusive way. The larger mystery about how the present timeline of the game lined up with the past was solved. There is still lots to explore in the present timeline of that world, but I think the more interesting narrative stuff was everything that happened in the past. So hopefully Gorilla can take the story in an interesting direction if a sequel is in fact in the works, which I think is a pretty safe assumption. I have confidence in them, and I am eager to see what's next, and I'm just generally excited to see what Gorilla can do on a PlayStation 5. Nintendo confirms that about 160,000 Nintendo accounts may have been compromised. I talked about it yesterday, that you should consider changing your Nintendo account password or turn on two-factor authorization, but that story was mostly based on circumstantial evidence and tweets from people, as well as a recent tweet from Nintendo that recommended taking precautions, but Nintendo's Japanese Twitter account recently confirmed the hack and openly encourages players to change their passwords, etc. as a result. At Nibelian on Twitter offered some details from the Japanese blog post and tweeted, Nintendo confirms that about 160,000 accounts that use a Nintendo network ID to log into their Nintendo account were affected by recent hacking attempts. Nintendo network ID login has been deactivated now, and passwords will be reset for accounts that have been affected. Two-factor authorization is highly recommended. It appears that these hackers had access to some private data, such as birthdays, names, and countries. Credit card data seems to be unaffected. Still, if you used a Nintendo Network ID to log in, reset your password to a unique password that you do not use anywhere else and activate 2FA for better protection. If someone unauthorized made a purchase in Nintendo's own stores, my Nintendo store or the eShop, with your account Contact them immediately, and Nintendo will cancel it. If you didn't change your password yesterday or haven't activated two-factor authentication, now's the time to do it. Bandai Namco is giving away Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 for free. In an effort to do its part during the COVID-19 pandemic, Bandai Namco announced that it is giving away copies of Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 in order to... Quote, provide entertainment that everyone can enjoy in the hope we can bring smiles and laughter to video game players throughout the world during this difficult time. The game will be free to download on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam starting today, April 24th, and going until May 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. The Championship Edition games are arguably the best version of Pac-Man to ever exist, so I would definitely recommend grabbing it on whatever platform you prefer. A new Adventures of Tintin video game is on the way. Microids, the publisher-developer behind games like the recent Black Sad Under the Skin and the Siberia series, announced its intentions to make and release a video game based on the Tintin license. In a blog post announcing the game, Microids wrote, This new action-adventure game will transport the player into a whirlwind of incredible situations and suspense hand-in-hand with the legendary Tintin and Snowy characters. Other iconic characters will join the cast, like the renowned Captain Haddock, 
fond of fine whiskey and sophisticated slurs, the genius Professor Calculus, and the finest detectives Thompson and Thompson. There have only been a handful of Tintin video games, but the last Tintin video game released alongside the Steven Spielberg-directed Tintin movie and was developed by Ubisoft and was a pretty decent puzzle platformer. I gave it a 775 when I reviewed it back in 2011, and looking back over my old review, I used terms like decent and passing grade, (laughs) so that gives you a good sense of the quality of that game. It was one of the last big movie tie-in video games and that we just we really don't see that much of anymore these days. Tintin is one of those intellectual properties that has a lot of potential to actually make a pretty good video game considering the adventurous nature of the source material. So I am somewhat optimistic about what this thing could potentially be. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Here's what released today. XCOM Chimera Squad is out today. Its reviews went online yesterday, and they were generally positive. If you buy it soon, I don't know how long the sale will last, but if you buy it you know, as early as today, it's only $10 as opposed to its standard $20 price tag. Chimera Squad is a little bit of a different take on modern XCOM and even removes some XCOM staples like permadeath, which actually makes me more interested in playing. I don't like losing my soldiers. For a long time, a staple of the Fire Emblem series was the fact that you could permanently lose party members, but... Once that feature was removed in Fire Emblem Awakening, the series became a huge mainstream success. Maybe the same will happen to XCOM. Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Boruto is out today on Switch. I like anime. I watch a lot of anime. I play a lot of anime games. You can check out my One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows review for IGN. But Naruto represents a bit of a blind spot for me. I've started the anime a few times and even played one of the games extensively, but I just have never really been able to get into it. Even as someone who is not a Naruto fan, though, there is no denying that these games look incredible. They were the gold standard for anime video game visuals until Dragon Ball Fighters came along, but they still look fantastic and are always hugely successful and consistently make appearances on NPD lists the months they come out. So it's not one to ignore. 
Trials of Mana is out today on Switch, PS4, and PC. The Super Nintendo game, Secret of Mana, released in 1993, and its sequel, Trials of Mana, released for Super Nintendo in 1995, but only in Japan. Today's release is a remake of that Japan-only Super Nintendo game. The release date is pretty bold, considering Square Enix just released a huge remake of one of its classic RPGs to wild acclaim. The last Mana remake, Secret of Mana, was generally disliked, but this one seems to be faring better. IGN's Seth Macy gave the game an 8 and wrote, Trials of Mana is absolutely charming. It does an excellent job keeping what works from the original while upgrading its aesthetics to the modern era. The combat system works well in its new 3D trappings with a tough but satisfying learning curve. And my old colleague slash friend Kimberly Wallace at Game Informer, who once made a cameo on this very podcast to tell you to play The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, was a little less enthused, but gave the game a 7.75 and wrote, It may look more modern, but Trials of Mana is a faithful remake outside of its combat tweaks. And that isn't necessarily a good thing. But as a fan of the original, parts of this game are still charming. I adored the combat and boss fights when the AI cooperated, and even with some of its repetitive nature and horrible voice acting, I didn't want to put the game down. It's a decent remake, but not the fantastic one it could have been. The series has so much potential, I'd just love to see it fully realized. The PS4 version of the game is currently sitting at a 77 on Metacritic, which is better than the 63 The Secret of Mana remake is sitting at on Metacritic. And finally, Predator Hunting Grounds is out today on PlayStation 4 and PC. It's a five-player asymmetrical multiplayer game where one player, as the titular Predator, attempts to kill four human players. A bit like Evolve, Dead by Daylight, or you know maybe the recent Friday the 13th game. Conceptually, it certainly sounds interesting and a great fit for the license. I have it downloaded, Care of Sony. They were able to send me a copy, which was very nice, but I haven't had a chance to check it out myself. That's it for video game news today. I got a lovely email from Carl W., who had a lot of nice things to say about the podcast. So I won't read it here because you don't want to hear all that, but they did have a straightforward question for me prompted by the recent ID at Xbox showcase of indie games, which was... Which upcoming indie-slash-small-scale games are you looking forward to the most? Playdead, the creators of Limbo and Inside, has not officially announced its next project, but it has shown a few teaser images and recently put out a hiring call with a little looping video that had me very excited. So whatever that thing is, I am super excited about it, but you could also make an argument that Playdead is not really independent anymore, considering its partnership with Epic. So some better answers for you. I think Windbound looks really interesting. It looks Breath of the Wildy as you try to survive on an island after getting shipwrecked there. I think Way of the Woods looks cool too, where it seems like you're playing as, I think, a pair of deer, a mother and a child, and you explore a world abandoned by humans. Baldo also looks interesting. It's an adventure game that apes the Studio Ghibli art style to a potential lawsuit degree, but it also makes the game look really sharp. Savior is a game that is not coming out anytime soon. At least I don't think it is, but it is a Metroid-y platformer that just has this awesome look to it. It's kind of reminiscent of Another World and is all about getting unfairly kicked out of your home 
only to discover a technologically advanced world underground. It looks very cool, but it is also very early. I would recommend checking out the game's trailer. There are plenty more, but those are the few I think about right away when asked about indie games I am excited about. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kylem Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast where you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator. I am playing through Resident Evil Code Veronica X right now. And you can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. We are diving deep into Final Fantasy VII Remake over there. So if you want to hear me talk more about Final Fantasy VII Remake, check out the deepest dive over on MinMax. I will talk to you more about video games on Monday. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.